0: Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones,
0: get it done special edition of financial fridays brought to you by align wealth management Uh, in this special edition we're going to go through some of the commonly asked questions about social security medicare uh, taxes and the like and we hope you're having a good start to the year and this broadcast finds you well healthy and safe. So let's start with one of the most confusing areas of financial planning, and that is the Social Security Administration's Social Security benefits. One of the key acronyms, and and trust me if you're dealing with the government and uh, benefits, there's acronyms um, all over the financial industry, is what's called the FRA or Full Retirement Age. If you're born between 1943 and 1954, your full retirement age is age 66. If you're born in 1955, your full retirement age is 66 and two months. In 1956 births, 66 and four months is full retirement age. For 1957 births, uh, 66 and six months is full retirement age. For 1958 births, 66 and eight months is full retirement age. For 1959 Birth 66 and 10 months is full retirement age. And if you're born in 1960 or later, currently age 67 is your full retirement age. As I said, this may be subject to change depending on how much money the social security department needs. For example, the benefits by age of birth, uh, this is pretty tricky. So if you're born between 43 and 54, and start drawing early, your benefit could be reduced at age 62 by 25%. Uh, if you're born in 55, your benefit's going to be reduced by 25.83%. For 1956 birthdays, it's going to be 26.67%. For 1957 birthdays, it's 27.5% reduction. For 1958, the reduction would be 28.33%. For 1959, the reduction is 29.17%. And for those in 1960 or later, you're facing a full reduction of 30%. Keep in mind, the monthly rate of decrease, the benefit is reduced by five-ninths of one percent for the first 36 months and five-twelfths of one percent for months 37 to full retirement age. For spousal benefits, uh, if you start drawing early, keep in mind your spouse's benefits could be reduced. The reduction runs from 30% for people born between 43 and 54 all the way up to 35%. Uh, this formula is even more confusing and you get into the fractions of 25, 30 seconds and 5 twelfths. It reminds me of an old fashioned commodities report from Les Nesman. When you look at delayed retirement, and this is something to look at, uh, for those born after 1943, you get a yearly rate increase of 8%, uh, or almost a two thirds of 1% a month guaranteed increase from the government so keep in mind if an individual chooses to delay receipt of retirement benefit payments once he or she reaches full retirement age this results in higher monthly benefit payments in the future please note the social security administration ceases applying credits that result in increased future payments once the retirees reach age 70. so that's a key key construct Now, let's look at annual adjustments. So the Social Security wage base in 2022 is $147,000. That means for earnings above that amount, the employee and the employer tax of 6.2% for Social Security is not paid. That amount has gone up almost $15,000 from 2019, where it was $132,900. And last year, it towed in at $142,800. A couple of things to consider. Uh, as this has been very well advertised, the cost of living adjustment for 2022 is a whopping 5.9 percent. That's coming after two years of, of increases uh, right around 1.5 percent. The average monthly beneficiary payments for all retirees in 2022 is projected to be $1,657. The average monthly beneficiary payments for Couples with both receiving benefits this year is projected to be $2,753. And keep in mind, currently the maximum benefit at full retirement age is $3,345. If your full retirement age uh, was this year, uh, by and large, if you waited to age 70, that would get you potentially a Social Security benefit of $4,550 $4,550 a month. And if your spouse takes the spousal benefit, that's another $2,250. So essentially, you could have almost $6,800 a month in Social Security benefits coming in from the federal government. Uh, what we can tell you is, is wow. Uh, now, as you get deeper into Social Security, and what we're going to look at next is the fact that Social Security can be taxed and can be taxable. So there's two things to consider. One is the fact that once you start drawing Social Security, if your income is over a certain amount, a portion of your Social Security up to 85% of the benefits could be taxable at whatever tax bracket you're in. There is also an earned income benefit reduction that goes into play depending on whether or not you have earned income, say from a job you're working that may show up on a W-2. And if you're asking, well, how will Social Security know? Well, once they start making payroll tax payments for you, they're going to find out. Uh, If you are under full retirement age, okay, this in 2022, if you make more than $19,560 a month, chances are you could have, for every $2 you make over that limit, $1 in Social Security benefits withheld. So that's a and that is a cliff. That doesn't mean it kind of phases in. It means once you go over the 19,560, you could have trouble in River City. If you are turning full retirement age this year, there's a different limit. That limit's fifty-one thousand nine hundred and sixty dollars or the equivalent of forty three hundred and thirty dollars a month. And if you go over that limit, for every three dollars over the limit, you would have $1 in Social Security benefits withheld until the month in which you reach full retirement age. And keep in mind, it doesn't have to be your birthday, it has to be the month that you reach full retirement age. Finally, going back to how much could be taxable, these income levels have been the same since President Reagan put this in as part of the tax code back in the early 80s. Keep in mind, if you're married filing jointly, once you go over $32,000 in what's called combined income, that even includes tax exempt income, it's all sources of income, which is modified adjusted gross plus half your Social Security benefits, and even non-taxable interest, from thirty-two thousand to forty-four, up to half your Social Security could be taxable, and once you cross over forty-four thousand, you could get up to eighty-five percent of your tax, Social Security taxed at your current tax rate. If you're single or filing head of household, these numbers are a little bit lower. Uh, The threshold initially for 50% taxation is $25,000, and then $34,000 is where 85% can be taxable. So with Social Security benefits, these can be tricky, and they need to be watched. We'll be back in 60 seconds after a word from our sponsors. You're listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson. What do
1: you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424 office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management with our special about government benefits. This is... um, a topic that gets a lot of questions. As I said today, we're going to cover Social Security and Medicare, maybe a few other things, time permitting. But in this segment, we're going to start off with some of the peculiarities that could be involved with Social Security benefits and starting off with what's called the Windfall Elimination Provision. Specifically, the Windfall Elimination Provision is for those individuals turning 62 in 2022, the maximum monthly benefit reduction is the lesser of $512 in 2022 or 50% of uncovered pension benefits. The numbers that I'll get ready to go through are the maximum reduction a person who turns 62 in each of the following years could experience due to a windfall elimination provision. So this happens in the case that uh, basically um, if you have an have income that's coming in and, and or maybe have had a couple different pensions, et cetera, how much of your Social Security um, that you may be drawing with that they may reduce due to what they call this windfall elimination provision. Uh, specifically, if uh, you have contributed less than 20 years to Social Security, uh, the most they can cut your benefit is $512. If you've contributed to Social Security for 30 or more years, they cannot cut anything out of your benefit. The scale goes between years 30 and 20 for contribution amounts, and this is something that happens not uh, all the time, but certainly it happens enough that the government has a um, provision for it. What happens more often is if you were covered, let's say a spouse uh, was a retired teacher, they hadn't paid into Social Security, and um, and then they may be able to get a Social Security benefit. This is called the Government Pension Offset Rule, and this applies to workers who are eligible to receive an uncovered pension and Social Security spousal or survivor benefit. So in the example I spoke about, this would be say for someone who is a, you know, maybe a member of KTRS, had never paid into Social Security, but their spouse had paid into Social Security and either is still alive and they're filing for a spousal benefit Or they are the spouse had passed and they're eligible for a spousal beneficiary. Oftentimes in financial planning, people will come to with a knee-jerk reaction that says that there is no way that I can qualify for a pension because either I'm a teacher or I work in another area, but oftentimes there is. So the government pension offset um, you know, this is a, a rule that basically says that, uh, you know, worst case scenario, two thirds of the uncovered benefit amount is what the reduction for Social Security uh, is. Now, speaking into other types of survivor benefits, let's talk about what normal spousal benefits are. Uh, To be eligible to these, uh, spouses must meet the following requirements. They must be at least 62 years old and have a spouse that is collecting a benefit and the marriage has lasted one year or the spouse is caring for a disabled child or caring for a child under the age of 16. Children can receive benefits if they are unmarried under the age of 18 or up to 18 if attending high school and unmarried and disabled, they can collect benefits prior to the age of 22. Now, if you're divorced, this is a special deal. So an ex-spouse must meet all of the below criteria in order to draw off off an ex-spouse. They must remain currently unmarried. They must be at least 62. Their ex-spouse is at least 62 and eligible for benefits. The marriage had lasted more than 10 years and have been divorced at least two years. And so that that would only applies if ex-spouse isn't collecting their benefit. Now let's look, in, look at survivor spouses. If you are a surviving spouse, you have to assume one, the deceased was eligible uh, to collect Social Security benefits, and then full benefits at full retirement you can draw, or a reduced benefit as early as age 60. If you go back to our first segment, that reduced benefit could be somewhere in the neighborhood of 38 to 43%. Uh, also, a surviving spouse must be eligible to collect reduced benefits as early as 50 if disabled and the disability started prior to or within seven years of the worker's death. And they may collect benefits at any age if they are caring for the deceased worker's child who is under age 16 or who is disabled and receives benefit on their own work record. Now, what if you're a survivor and you are divorced? Assuming the deceased was eligible to collect Social Security benefits, benefits will be the same as a surviving spouse, assuming the marriage lasted for at least 10 years. If the divorced survivor remarries after age 60, 50, if disabled, the remarriage will not affect eligibility for survivor benefits. There is also a family annual maximum. The maximum family benefit is the maximum monthly amount that can be paid on a worker's earning record up to 150 to 188% of the workers' paid-in amount. So for the family of a worker who becomes age 62 or dies in 2022 before attaining age 62, the total amount of benefits payable will be computed so that it does not exceed 150% of the first $1,308 of the workers' paid-in amount plus 272% of the workers' paid-in amount over $1,308. Up to eighteen hundred and eighty nine dollars plus one hundred and thirty four percent of the workers paid in up to two hundred two thousand four hundred sixty three dollars and then one hundred and seventy five percent of this amount over twenty four sixty three so you could tell this is a very 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 uh, a topic that is is ripe for confusion because there are literally so many moving parts especially if you get into having um other other issues going on. Uh, a couple of, you know, options and strategies for recipients. Uh, keep in mind, you can, a normal beneficiary has the ability to collect benefits as early as age 62 and you force and face a permanent reduction if you, if you do so. Um, full retirement age is dependent on your year of birth. You can also do the delayed retirement strategy, which was discussed in our first segment. But There's no benefit to do that past age 70. Um, Under the Bipartisan Budget Act, uh, the old strategy of filing and suspending was phased out. And also, the restricted application is no longer available uh, for those who reach 62 on or after January 2nd, 2016. So as you can see, there are a lot of things going on with Social Security benefits. And a lot of times, more than meets the eye, it pays to work with a professional and also utilize the professionals at your local social security office or online. You've been listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and I will be back in 60 seconds. When
1: today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky.
0: Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is our special where we're taking a deeper dive on government benefits. And if you've been listening, uh, I'll show you know we covered Social Security from A to Z. And let's now take a look at uh, Medicare and some quick references, again, brought to you by Nuveen Capital Management. Keep in mind, uh, there are really roughly about five parts to Medicare. Part A covers hospitals, skilled nursing facility, home health, and hospice cares, and that is part of the original Medicare. Part B covers physician services, preventative care, durable medical equipment, hospital outpatient, mental health, and ambulance services. That was also part of original Medicare. Part C, often uh, commonly referred to as Medicare Advantage, is a private insurance alternative to original Medicare. Medicare Advantage plans generally incorporate Parts A, B, and D into a single insurance plan option. Part D, this is a new uh, option. It covers prescription medications through plans issued by private insurance companies, and coverage can be obtained as a standalone plan under original Medicare or as part of a Medicare Advantage offering. <clears throat> now let's talk about Medigap and Medicare supplements. Supplemental coverage for certain expenses not covered by original Medicare is what is a uh, typically uh, in question here. And these are covered expenses. Uh, They may include deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance, foreign travel, emergency care. These plans are issued by private insurance companies as well. What does Medicare cost? Uh, Part A, uh, basically there's no cost if you don't have sufficient work credits or spousal eligibility. It could cost you up to about $499 a year. The deductible for Part A is a $1,556 per benefit period. A benefit period begins on the day you are admitted to the hospital or skilled nursing facility and ends after 60 consecutive days of no inpatient or skilled nursing care. For co-payments on hospital stays um, from days uh, one to 60, there's zero co-pays after the deductible. From days 61 to 90, there could be up to $389 a day. And days 91 plus, there's a $778 coinsurance per available reserve day, up to 60 days over the lifetime, or full cost. On a skilled nursing facility, days one through 20, uh, there's zero co co-payments, but days uh, 21 uh, to 100, there's $194.50 per day, and days 100 plus, um, you're on the hook for full cost. Now let's look at, and that's from Medicare.gov, part B, your base premiums uh, are $170.10 this year, and it uh, could uh, go up if you are subject to a high income surcharge. And these expenses, uh, I'll get to in a little bit, uh, can go up very quickly. Uh, the deductible annually is $233, and co payments are 20% for most other services, none for preventative services. And keep in mind with Part B, that is. Typically, you're going to the doctor's office. On your Part C Medicare Advantage plans, they're private, uh, as we said earlier, and plan premiums vary but will not be less than the Part B premium costs or the $170 per month that we discussed. Uh, As we said, they are uh, issued under private insurance companies generally under an HMO or a PPO structure, and these could even include dental, hearing, and vision coverage, and plan availability does vary by geographic regions. Part D, as we said, has to do with drug cost um, and it varies by state and location, but the national premium typically is around $33 a month and there is also a high income earner surcharge with these as well with a maximum deductible of $480 a year. So there's coverage phases, uh, depending, you know, starting at zero, two, four, $4,430 Four thousand four hundred and thirty dollars in prescription cost uh, from forty four thirty to seven thousand and fifty dollars. and then catastrophic coverage picks up after that gap at over seven thousand and fifty dollars in prescription costs. Um, so sometimes that's called the donut hole. That's the coverage coverage gap in Part D. Um, and under the standard guidelines, a participant is responsible for Part D expenses in two thousand twenty two as follows. Um, you'll pay the initial deductible up to forty four hundred eighty dollars Then Medicare Part D covers 75% of the next $3,950. Then once all Part D and participant out-of-pocket expenses total of $4,430, that's the coverage gap, and the participant pays 25% of generic and brand-name medication costs. And once the total credible payments exceed $7,050, you enter the catastrophic phase where the maximum out of pocket is 5% of those additional expenses. So I think as you kind of get the picture, there is definitely more than meets the eye with Medicare. And we'll close with this real quickly. If you're looking at Medigap, uh, in order to have those types of plans, which is a, a Medicare supplement, you must be enrolled in parts A and B in order to purchase. And these are only available under Original Medicare, so you wouldn't have generally a Medicare Advantage plan and a Medigap. Premiums vary by plan and the insurer selected, and supplemental plans are typically available in 10 variations depending on desired coverage. Plans may cover all or portions of copays, deductibles, and coinsurance, Part B excess charges, and foreign travel emergency coverage. You're listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management, and we'll be back in 60 seconds.
1: What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424 office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
0: Hello and welcome back to Financial Friday's special edition about government benefits. And we're picking back up with some follow alongs as it pertains to Medicare. If you've been listening to the show, you've heard all about Social Security and the beginnings of Medicare, but let's look at what are the eligibility requirements for Medicare. Typically, you need to be 65 years old and a citizen or permanent resident of the United States of America. That is for Part A and for Part B. You could also qualify by being a sufferer of end-stage renal disease or ALS or be a Social Security Disability insurance recipient in order to qualify for parts. C, and Medigap, you must be enrolled in Part A and Part B, and that is the same qualification requirements to be eligible for Part D. Here are the enrollment periods. Uh, For the initial enrollment, you can uh, begin enrollment uh, three months before you're age 65. you've got a little bit of a time lag afterwards, but then on an annual basis, the enrollment period typically lasts from October 15th to December 7th every year. Uh, Specific years may have specific dates differences, but that's a window of roughly almost two months. Uh, There's also a general enrollment period, which is January to March, and open enrollment over those same dates. Uh, As we said, initial enrollment uh, begins three months prior to your 65th birthday and ends three months afterwards. The annual election period is an opportunity to make changes to selected coverage and have an effective date of January 1 the following year, where you may change your Medicare Advantage or Part D plan or move from original Medicare to Medicare Advantage or vice versa. This is important to consider, especially if you're looking at... uh, joint replacements. Uh, There's a general enrollment as an opportunity to enroll if you do not enroll when first eligible. Coverage will begin on July 1st and the enrollment penalties may apply. There's open enrollments, which is only for beneficiaries who are eligible to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan. It's a one-time chance to drop Medicare Advantage and return to original Medicare Part A and Part B and sign up for a standalone Part D prescription drug plan as well. Special enrollment periods are available after 65, anytime while covered by a current employer's plan, within eight months of separation. Now, specifically speaking, if you look at uh, some of the penalties, uh, if you're late for Part A, there's a 10% flat penalty, and the Part D, Part B is an incremental penalty. Part D is a 1% incremental period penalty based on national base premium of $33.37. Um, so you can see there are many moving parts with this. Um, there's also a duration of the penalty and it may last for twice as long as a participant was eligible for part A, but not enrolled. And even your part B ben- penalties and part D could last as long as a participant has Medicare. So you definitely want to enroll in Medicare as soon as possible to avoid these penalties that are tremendously, uh, punitive in nature. Now let's look at and close with the high income premium surcharges, as we had discussed earlier in the program. And for married filing joint filers, uh, under the income of 182,000 or individual filers at 91,000 or less, as we stated, your Part B premium is the $170.10 per month. For Mary filing joints, once you're above 182,000 but under 228, your premium jumps up $68 per month to $238.10 and your Part D premiums increase 1240 a month. So that in general is about an $80 a month increase. Um, Once you're over 228,000 but under 284,000 for Mary filing jointly, or between 114 and 142 for individuals, your premium is double the original amount up to 340.20 per month and an additional $32.10 on the Part D. So essentially you're paying about an extra $200 per month as long as this persists. This grid goes all the way up to above half a million for singles and above 750 for joint filers where your premium is a whopping $578.30 per month and you're paying almost $78 per month for your part d programs so these are cliff numbers too that means if you're over just a little bit you're over for the whole amount so when you look at drawing your income out in retirement taking consideration your additional medicare premiums because uh, you know those can double or triple pretty fast on you and you don't want to be paying 400 or 480 dollars a month more than you have to uh, because uh, that's per person if you're married that's almost twelve thousand dollars a year more going to the federal government You've been listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back, same time, same station, next week. This is WOMI
1: Owensboro. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.